Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, September 7. Today, a selection surprise at the Pies as the AFL finals roar to life. Is there a place for David Warner in the one-day World Cup side? And Daniel Ricciardo facing a familiar foe to earn back his seat at Red Bull. But first... Sean, he shows his six-pack. Dylan just scores some tries. Looking at his curls, is that a perm? Us Channel 9, up the wires. Ah, yes, the comeback story of the rugby league season. I always thought the New Zealand Warriors in the NRL as a bit like the Giants in the AFL. Plonk a foreign footy code in a region that aren't really fans and hope it takes off. The jury is still out on the Giants. They've had on-field success, but I don't think they've captured the hearts and minds of Western Sydney. The Warriors have been a roller coaster ride since they entered the then ARL back in 1995. On the brink of financial ruin in 2000 to salary cap dramas and then the COVID years based in Australia, 1,038 days away from New Zealand. It's no surprise last year was one of their worst ever. Nathan Brown sacked as coach after their heaviest defeat in club history. It's a record equaling win for the Melbourne Storm here this evening. It seemed like the Wars were on the brink of extinction. This year, it's been a complete 360. Under former Panthers assistant Andrew Webster, the Warriors have gone from the outhouse to the penthouse, finishing third and setting up a date with the back-to-back champs Penrith in a qualifying final. Their success has gone worldwide. Even four-time NBA championship winning coach Steve Kerr is on the bandwagon. About the New Zealand Warriors season so far, can they win the NRL? And club chief Cameron George has boldly predicted Saturday night's final against the Panthers will outrate the All Blacks World Cup clash with France. Now, that may be because the All Blacks match is at 6am. I slept right through it. But still, up the Waz has taken over New Zealand and has at least captured the attention of a rugby union mad country. The raging bull Gordon Tallis told listeners footy talk an upset against the Riff isn't out of the question either. It's the highest ratings Warriors side ever. They have got Warrior Mania over there in New Zealand and it's the a World Cup. There's a rugby World Cup going. So that whole emotion, you know, and then can you dare to dream? Like they've done it against top eight sides. The last time they played them was Magic Ground. I think it was 18-6. They pushed them all the way. I think Penrith did score late. <laughs> but the Warriors weren't out of it. So is there an ambush? Is there a surprise with no lure? I'm leaning towards Penrith because of how good they've been and how much respect they deserve as a rugby league side and as a organisation over the last three or four years, but it's a game of rugby league. Craig McRae has enjoyed a charmed run in his two seasons as Collingwood coach, the affable, smiling leader of the biggest footy club in the country. There's a bit of Ted Lasso about the triple premiership line. For me, success is not about the wins and losses. It's about helping these young fellas be the best versions of themselves on and off the field. He's led the AFL's comeback kings to within a kick of a grand final in his first season, and this year, a charge up the top of the ladder. But after some shaky form to end the season, McRae has made the biggest selection call of his career. Line-breaking defender John Noble has been dropped. He'd played 83 games in a row before getting the bad news at training yesterday. Now, what makes this move risky is the wet weather forecast to fall at the G. He's opted for two ruckmen, Mason Cox and Darcy Cameron, 
Shedding speed for height is a bold decision, and dual All-Australian Lee Montagna believes it could backfire. I think Melbourne will lock it in their front half. It'll be too hard for Collingwood with the, with the weather to, to transition and play their very best football that we've seen, and I think Melbourne win in a close, low-scoring game. Hear more from Joey on the latest step of Triple M's Midweek Rub, which you can find on the listener app. Greater Western Sydney will roll the dice at the AFL's appeal board this afternoon and attempt to have Toby Bedford cleared for their elimination final against the Saints this weekend. Despite evidence from Carlton Zach Fisher that the bump from Bedford hit him in the shoulder, not head, the tribunal upheld his one-game ban earlier this week. Footy newsbreaker Damien Barrett telling Triple M this shouldn't have dragged on for so long when we had a pre-finals bye to deal with it. The game needs to run itself, I think, properly and you cannot have the whole competition shut down for those in the finals and subject Toby Bedford for a situation that is now having him stressed for the entirety of this Has period. to get off. Tough decisions to be made up and down the order for Australia leading into the one-day World Cup in India, and it starts at the top. Well, I hear there's an opening. Mitch Marsh has been in sublime form as an opener against India in India. The all-rounder smashed more than a runner-ball knocks of 81, 66 and 47. In the third match of that series, Warner returned to bat at number four. But against England in the Aussie summer, the combo of Warner and Travis Head thrived, putting together partnerships of 147, 33, and then 269. Now, Marsh, for what it's worth, believes that he will shift back down to the middle order with Davey returning to his usual role. Former Aussie cricket star Greg Blewett told listeners Willow Talk he expects the warm-up series in South Africa starting tonight is a chance to shake things up. So I reckon there'll be a little bit more experimentation over these next five ODIs just because of the, the conditions. But I think once they get to India and there'll be some some games leading into the World Cup, that's when they've really got to go with their what they think is their best side. I reckon there's one person in this world who could wipe the trademark smile off Dan Ricardo's face, and it's this guy. Here comes Lando Norris! Well, his former McLaren teammate, Lando Norris, could be the man who stands in the way of his return to a full-time drive with Red Bull. Red Bull boss Helmut Marko seems to have run out of patience with Sergio Perez. Despite two early wins to start the season, the Mexican, like the rest of the grid, has struggled to keep up with the runaway world champion Max Verstappen. There's reportedly a separation agreement that means Perez can leave Red Bull. It's not you, it's me. Marco is a big fan of Norris and isn't trying to hide it, saying his youth and speed suits his team very well and tried to sign him to Toro Rosso in the past. In Ricardo's corner is Christian Horner, the team principal, who has left the door open for the Aussies' return if he shows he hasn't lost any pace and reflexes with Alfa Tori. So you better go fast. Eight rounds left for Ricardo to resurrect his Red Bull career. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport. Catch it tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.